we are back. Episode A of Blockchain Bets. I hope everyone had a good Pro Bowl weekend. Um, this is the real deal this weekend. We're ready for it. I'm sure you know it's going to be a lot of Super Bowl talk. But we do have, um, other than the, being the Super Bowl, which is great news, we have some other good news. Not Fade Away is with us today. What's up, brother? How we doing? How we doing, fellas? Woo! Got the whole Happy game to be back. Day. Happy to be back. I'll be on and off uh, from here on out. Started going back to school full time, but uh, it's not going to stop me from uh, NFTs or uh, betting, that's for sure. <laughs> Actually, I, I saw a few highlights from the Pro Bowl, and it looked like they were doing some more fun events than just the Pro Bowl, which is kind of nice. Uh, I think watching like a, a Pro Bowl game, no one's going to tackle each other. Like it doesn't really matter at all. But I do like seeing some of the skill events with like there was one with uh, Trayvon Diggs won the uh, the catcher, the the receiver one where they would like throw a ball and he would try and do like the craziest catch or something. He did like a flip into the catch and uh, some other stuff. And then they had the, the race with uh, Tyreek and Michael Parsons there. Uh, and was it Chubb as well? Uh yeah, I think it, I think it was Chubb, and uh, looked like Parsons beat uh, the cheetah there, but people say he wasn't trying. But he's fast. Yeah, Parsons. That's is fast. what that's what I heard. I was like, yeah. people were like, dude, cheetah wasn't on, wasn't full burners there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he would smoke anybody in the league if he was actually trying. But I, I mean, you got to give it to Michael Parsons though. Hell of a year. I mean, if if TJ Watt didn't exist, Michael Parsons would have won. Defensive player of the year as a rookie. Yeah. So he's nuts. Yeah, guy can move. Um, uh, there's another one, too. I don't know who won. I just saw uh, it was like the most stereotypical white wide receiver thing I've ever seen. They go, oh, it's Hunter Renfro throwing. And I can't remember who was on his team. But they're like, yes, he played quarterback in high school. That was just like the funniest thing ever. Like, of course he played quarterback in high school. Like they all, they all played quarterback in high school somehow. Yeah. He probably, what he, I'm assuming he played shortstop too, right? In point guard. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. That, that's always how it goes. <laughs> yeah. That, that, he, uh, I don't know how he did. He probably didn't do too well. Cause I saw he was like going for like the deepest throw every single time. And he like, wasn't hitting any of them. And then uh, he missed a couple checkdowns, and I, I didn't finish watching it. But that's pretty cool. I think they should keep doing that. I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't. Did y'all see whenever um, – I think this was actually in the game. Stephon Diggs was playing cornerback, and then Trayvon Diggs was playing wide receiver. <laughs> and, uh, mm-hmm. like, Stephon Diggs is, like, talking shit to his brother. And – honestly like Stefan Diggs had the worst technique like his technique was so bad and his, you could tell his brother like wants to be like your technique's terrible but like the ball didn't get thrown over there so you know Stefan gets the last uh, laugh there it's it's funny too because usually they say you know uh wide receivers that can't play that can't catch they turn them into corners but yep. it's the opposite with Stefan. He's so good at wide out, they would never like test him at corner. And then ironically, later in the game, I believe he scored on his well, didn't really score on his brother, but he scored and like pointed to him. Uh which was funny. I would say it's harder to transition 
too. Right. From like, you're a corner, like you're, you gotta be like an absolute freak athlete. Same thing with wide receiver and everything. But right. some people say that the corner is, is probably the hardest position because you're covering the absolute best athlete on the other team always. So you kind of yeah. have to be as well. Back, and back then, pedaling. Uh, it's always going to be in favor usually of the wide receiver because they know the route. Right. Uh, but yeah, if you can catch as well, that's uh, I, I can see I can see Stefan or Trayvon Diggs being a, an amazing wide receiver as well. So uh, would love to see them switch it up here and there. You know, play defense and offense there would be kind of fun. Yeah, you guys know it all too well. Being um, fans in the uh, AFC East, my. Messing mm-hmm. that up? Okay, yeah, AFC yep. East. I always, for some reason, always want to say AFC North, but I know it's that's not right. Um, uh, we should. It's weird. I know. It's like we should be in the North. But yeah, there's so many teams in the North, but uh, it's like you guys, Truth, Pats fan, NFA, yeah. Bills fan, y'all grew up watching Darrell Revis. And, like, I mean, for a while Revis there, Island. he was literally unstoppable. Like, you Revis could Island. not throw the ball in his direction. Yeah. Yeah. That just doesn't happen. I miss often. all those. I miss all those uh, Reebok commercials. They used to have some really good ones with a bunch of athletes. Uh, they had some funny, like Kevin Love ones with Kevin Durant, where they're on a boat. James Harden one, where like they squirt some ketchup on his shirt or something. He just like rips it off. And they do it again, and he rips it off, and then they squirt some ketchup on his beard, and he just rips it off and gets a new one. That's pretty good. Uh, but all the all the old Foot Locker commercials were awesome. I, I wish they would bring those back. Yeah, he actually. I know uh, we were going to talk about the ads for the Super Bowl. I mean, we can, yeah, we can talk about that now. That's all right. That's a, that's a good segue. We got we got to, yeah, yeah. So yeah, starts off. We've got confirmed what two crypto ads already. Yeah, the uh, crypt, we talked about last week FTX. We knew at the time. Then Crypto.com is definitely confirmed. Coinbase yeah. says that they're going to have an advertisement, but nobody knows like in what way because they're just not. You think it. they'll drop their their marketplace? You know the date for their marketplace or something? That, that would be, be a bomb. Been, that would be you know <laughs> the time to do it. The Super Bowl, everyone's watching. Uh, biggest you know kind of hype around everything there. Uh, that would be killer time to drop it. But who knows yeah. if they actually have it ready? I mean, they are getting pressure too because it's like they. Coinbase didn't used to have as much competition and now they have crypto.com's breathing down their neck with NFTs and crypto FTX is breathing down their necks with NFTs and crypto. Um, I'd have to look it up, but I know that FTX is going to give away some Bitcoin. So look out for that commercial. They're going to give away (laughs) Bitcoin during the Super Bowl. So keep your eye out on the commercials. And if I'm not mistaken, doesn't FTX have Tom Brady on board? I know he just retired, but I feel like he's such a huge like football, you know, uh, head. I don't know, star, or whatever, uh, icon. That I wonder if he's going to be like in their commercial in any way. If it involves money and it involves advertising, you can probably bet uh, Brady's probably going to because he's got to make money somehow now, right? I mean, I yeah, know he, gonna, you know, made. A lot of his money through advertisements over the years, taking you know pay cuts as um, you know never being like the highest paid quarterback, but uh, 
I don't think he's going to be short of. I think he's going to make more more money for sure after football doing average. He's going to do that the whole Peyton thing, you know, partnering with all these companies, and he'll be on TV, you know, every every weekend as well. I wonder if he'll be an announcer, what what capacity he's going to be involved in pretty much anything NFL than advertising for sure. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, yeah. should we talk? I mean, prop bet. Would you go yes or no for Tom Brady being in a commercial this Super Bowl? Yes. That see that that's a actually truth. That's a really good. That's a really good one. I feel like I think it's because definitely a yes. he just retired and like yeah yeah I, he like we were saying he's such a big icon. I feel like yeah. I feel like he would be yeah. too. We're going yeah. yeah. All right. You heard it here first. Heard, Not yeah. financial financial advice. Bet Tom Brady being in the Super Bowl commercial. And this doesn't include this doesn't include him just being around the scene, you know, maybe someone interviewing him or something like strictly commercial. Well, and the the other thing too is like he's already been in an FTX commercial that they've been airing. Um, we talked about mm-hmm. this last week, and before we move past that, I do want to bring up because I just pulled it up. FTX is going to give away depending on what the time is. Whenever the ad runs, they're giving away that much Bitcoin. So if if the <laughs> Say the ad runs at eight forty, they're giving away eight point four Bitcoin. Ooh, yeah. Okay. The later, the better, fellas. Yeah, you wanted to run in the fourth quarter, <laughs> <laughs> but that's a hundred percent. That's pretty awesome. But a hundred percent, they already know their slot. A hundred percent, they've already got it locked in for when they are going to be airing it. And what, what time zone is it? Is it EST? Yeah, it looks like EST, right? Yeah, EST. So. It, well, so their teaser that they dropped, uh, it it goes, it starts ticking at 8.35, and then it ticks all the way to 8.38, I think. So I'm assuming it's in that time. In that time slot. range? Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll see. Yeah. We shall see. Yeah, there's going to be some fun commercials. And uh I think we'll definitely see, you know, NFTs being displayed somewhere in the stadium, uh, whether it be on cleats, whether it be, you know, panning to the crowd. Uh, I'm just curious, what what, what was the uh, the bet for first one seen in the uh, in the Super Bowl? I think it was uh, Bored Apes was like number one there. It had a, mm-hmm. a line of negative one fifty. V friends at plus two hundred, World of Women plus four hundred, Clonex plus six hundred, Cool Cats at plus a thousand, the NFT birds, which honestly I've never even heard of. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't I don't know that one too well. <laughs> I think they're recent, but they had some like huge collabs or something. If I right, hey, Sounds throw like... a flyer on them at plus five thousand. And yeah, these right? are odds are from my bookie too, by the way. Yeah, all odds coming from my bookie. Yep. Uh, nouns plus 150, mutant ape at plus 300, beeple plus 500, crypto punks plus 700, doodles plus 1500. I, my bet based off of all these projects is probably going to be bored ape, unfortunately, but maybe crypto punks at plus 700 would be a solid one. I don't think beeple is really going to do it unless. He's featured, you know, like in a commercial where they're flashing a bunch of NFTs. Mutant Ape, why not just do the regular Ape? Nouns, uh, I don't know. It's only plus 150, so I guess they're... 
They're saying what are nouns? Right. I I don't know. Do you know the truth? Yeah, I don't know what noun. It's so not I, noun cats, right? That's a different. No, that was that was the one we just interviewed uh, the other day on the spaces. Uh, okay, but yeah, that's nouns, a different project. That's like, what I uh, thought. I was just wanting to clarify. Yeah, uh, nouns. I think is just uh, like uh, pixelated project that looks like pixels, uh, and they have some you know one on ones and right. uh, stuff like that. But yeah, just pixelated. So I don't know. I, I don't. I, I'd never heard of them before. Noun cats. So, uh, but apparently right. they're they're solid floor on them too. But I mean, that's what we got didn't... for for prop bets for the uh, for the Super Bowl in terms of at least first NFT. So, what do you what do you guys think, Miz? What's your what's your your go to here? I mean, if I'm gonna if I'm not gonna bet board apes, um, yeah, which I probably will because it's in LA and it seems like every celebrity now wants to have a board ape. Um, shout yeah. out to the board ape holders. Uh, you made it. Um, world of women. Actually, that could happen. I, I could yeah. see that. Like, that's not bad odds. Plus 400. I mean, like four to one on that is solid. Like they've had, um, I, the only person I can think of off the top of my head is Eva Longoria, but I mean, there's not a ton of projects with a lot of staying power quite yet. They're just focused on, um, getting more women into the NFT space, which we, we all know there's way too many guys. So like more, more women need to get involved. So like that kind of would make sense, but I just don't know how it would like slide in there. Uh, Yeah. Who knows? Maybe Maybe they partner up with a a fashion brand or, you know, women run company or something and they integrate, you know, maybe a, an animation of the world of woman walking through or somehow involved. Uh, I want to see it. So I'm rooting for it. And uh, what do you think? Uh, not fade away. Yeah, I think that would be an awesome one. Um, I think, I mean, I know board ape is the favorite and might, and probably will be the one, but maybe muted ape could like, weirdly be a sleeper i know it's only plus 300 but you know everyone knows board ape so maybe they're like oh yeah let's like throw the muted ape in there for like it's for whatever reason it's like first on the commercial before the board ape i wonder yeah. if or if they're in the same commercial i wonder how that would work if, if both the came muted on the ape, screen at the same time yeah like if the muted yeah. ape came up first but i also think v friends could be a sleeper just because how much Gary V is you bring up I a good point everywhere. I hope not to. I do I don't hope it or, is, but it wouldn't surprise me, you know, just with how he's got his hand in all of it. <laughs> yeah. Or just Mizu, go ahead. Sorry. Beebs could have, you know, a little cameo if he's he's doing some music commercial and you know, maybe his doodle is pasted over his face or something. I don't know. I was gonna say that Doodles has the best value here by far. Because yeah. like Doodles, you're right. I mean, it's at plus fifteen hundred, and yeah. I'm, I mean, they've. I would definitely consider it to be a blue chip at this point. But my thing is, yeah, how do you go against like saying it's going to be the board eight? Like, I mean, yeah. it, it, the the only thing that does intrigue me is like, yeah, what if it's like this? All speculation, obviously, but what if it's Coinbase NFT marketplace and Coinbase NFT marketplace has like their 
their first thing that they show has a bunch of NFTs in it. Well, what if like half of these are in the ad on the first thing they show? Like, I mean, then I guess this bet is just null and void. Um, Yeah. It'll be interesting. I would. Yeah. Um, They'll, they'll obviously the, the betting odds will figure it out and they'll either pay both out or, you know, pay neither out or whatever it is. I'm surprised that uh, Gutter Gang isn't on here because mm-hmm. they they are you know the the guys who do it are I think big sports fans so you could see them possibly doing it. Um, plus, like Cool Cats, they're they're more of like family friendly type of whatever. I don't know. I, don't, I just don't see them being any interest in the Super Bowl uh, you know hype train kind of thing. But and a lot of a lot of athletes are on Gang Gang so. Surprised that one's not in there, but we will see. We will all be watching. Uh, you know, I will actually be driving across the country, which is unfortunate. During the Super Bowl? I will. Yeah. I'm driving back to Boston uh, this weekend. And so uh, I'll be streaming it on my phone while the wife drives. Nice. Yeah, that's that's a long drive. Um, yeah. Smart man. Well, Good luck to you. Hopefully your service doesn't cut out. Um, and I mean, I guess we'll see what happens. I don't know. I mean, yeah, there are going to be more uh, ads during the Super Bowl as well. So I guess we'll we'll move on from uh, speculating on our NFTs because I mean, good lord, we'll talk about it all day because we're we're degenerates. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I th- this is interesting. I'm looking at the Wall Street Journal here. And it says Miller Lite will be running an ad during the game, but not on the broadcast itself. But the ad will be visible inside of a bar on the virtual reality platform Decentraland. That is very interesting. We talked about Bud Light's approach last week. They're going to advertise their NFT that they are dropping either the day of or the day after. I can't remember now. Um but Miller Lite's taking a different approach. I don't know. That sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. They're they're launching a bar in the metaverse, in specifically Decentraland. I forget what it's called, like Millerverse or something like that. Like they're dropping, they're having a bar in there, which is going to hundred percent be what every company is doing. If you have a restaurant, you're launching a restaurant in the metaverse, right? Uh, so. Yeah, it's it's coming, uh, but yeah, Miller Lite and and Bud Light are the two big beer ones to to start to get into it. And uh, yeah, Bud Light had that that drop. I don't did, you, did any of you guys get there? What was it? Four hundred, five hundred bucks for the the Bud Light one, something like that. No, no, I saw it, but yeah, no, I did not. Um, and that's that's kind of what I hate about a lot of these huge companies getting into to the NFT space is like they jump in to grab that initial group, but they don't tell you any type of utility or they, they don't give you any details. So it's like such a huge gamble of, you know, am I going to resell this? Is it going to be worth it? Could it just be some stupid thing that just fades away and, you know, goes down to zero in the next month when they decide to do something else because, you know, the hype train's going there. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't enjoy them coming in and, and just, you know, dropping random Grab this collectible beer can. Like, come on. You know, I don't know. Not my favorite. 
Yeah, I'm not a huge fan. No, of I'm either. with you there. I'm also not a <laughs> huge fan of taxes, but uh, <laughs> that's a random thing to say. But uh, I actually have. I'm going somewhere with this TurboTax. They ran an ad last week. It's actually pretty cool though, because um, what they said in the ad was that if crypto is complicated, but a tax expert with crypto experience, you can hand their your taxes off to me. Is what they said. So like they're gonna have. Uh, more crypto support for your taxes this year, which was pretty cool. Um, if not, I know you guys have probably been there before. If you you try to do taxes with crypto, it's like I don't know what I'm doing here because um, there's not there's not too many rules yet, right? But uh, yeah, sorry, that probably just sucked the air out of the room. Uh, no taxes, no, it's. it's- it's cool to see. I mean, we're talking about pretty much everything. You know, the betting, the betting in us is are the taxes going to get us, or are we going to slide by for a little bit? But I, I actually talked to a few uh, two tax people, and one was like, "Yeah, it's kind of the wild west, but like there are regulations." The other one was like, "There's a hundred percent regulations. There's no wild west. Like they have it all, you know, detailed out. Whether or not they're going to get you for it, you know, is another another question." But seeing TurboTax allow you to, uh, you know, consult them for crypto stuff, as well as I think you can be paid out in crypto. Like, so if you get a return on your taxes, you can be paid in Bitcoin, Ethereum, whatever it is. I wonder if you can pay for your taxes in crypto. Like if you have, if you owe money, can you just throw some, You're right. throw some crypto at it? I don't think you can pay them in crypto, but they will give you a refund in crypto. I think you can do it through Coinbase, if I'm not mistaken. Gotcha. Interesting. Um, that's yeah. interesting. <laughs> speaking speaking They'll of useless NFTs, just like uh, the Bud Light and Miller Light, we're I'm going to transition into the Giants NFTs that NFL All Day dropped this week. Uh, Salty. They, they teased a little bit at the beginning of the week, and uh, of like some big news, and then their big news was they kind of sneakily dropped uh, a Rams and a Bengals collectible at the beginning of the week that was just like, Oh, like there was no announcement of like, Oh, we're dropping this tomorrow. It was just like, Oh, get in here, get these 2000. The queue sucks. Like who knows what's going to happen. Miz, I think you got, you got kicked out of the Bengals one, right? Uh, I got kicked out of the Rams one. I was pissed. Rams one. I was eight, like 1800 something. I go back over to my tab and it's like gone. Like it's saying like, I'm not in the queue and I was in the queue and I go to refresh, and it's like uh, the queue has ended. I'm like, oh, cool. And I, I know it hadn't like gotten sold out because I had literally just seen it like two minutes before, and there were still like 1,900 left. So, yeah, that, that kind of sucked. It sucks that they can't just get one drop like, you know, pretty good after doing this for a couple months, you know. But yeah. we, we talk about that pretty much every episode. Yeah. But <laughs> – the Giants, the Giants one uh, was, I think, three commemorative plays from the Super Bowl ten years ago, which we won't talk about. Um, was <laughs> three commemorative plays that, like that got them on the winning drive. Like, who remembers the exact play call on those drive? Like, I know the play itself, but like, who's gonna? I don't know. For me, this is this is like a hundred percent a cash grab of the play. Uh, well, you know, dropping a commemorative play. They had them throughout that season, though, actually. 
So one was whenever they went to Lambeau, they uh, had a 37, it says 37 yard Hail Mary touchdown. Um, I think that was at half. And then they had another one that was from um, the regular season. It was a 99 yard touchdown against the Jets. Kind of like, I guess showing like I, the improbable run to even get them to the playoffs. And then the last one was a play in the Super Bowl. Cause I mean, that team was a wild card team. Yeah. That Giants team. I, I guess I, I can give maybe the Giants fans and football fans a little bit of maybe these are, you know, cool plays to remember if you're a Giants fan. Uh, but as a Pats fan, these suck. And the, the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl commemorative one is a thousand dollars. So yeah, now that's crazy. the The plays are eighty. Yeah, or eighty. They're all sold out. But. Yeah, I mean, it all sold out anyways. But still, it's like I feel like it's only like if you're a Giants fan, you're only buying this. Like I would, I'll be honest, I didn't have any interest as a Bills fan. I just, I don't know, especially for the price. I don't. It just wasn't appealing to me. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. It's very cool, but I, I definitely think I bet you. I wonder if you saw how many of the people that bought them, how many were Giants fans. I bet you'd be quite a few. I don't know. Probably a lot. I, I don't know what the supply was on the actual Super Bowl NFT, but I'm sure there were some people speculating, like, okay, this is one of the first. It's an anniversary NFT. It's one of the most. Sorry, truth, but it is one of the most like famous Super Bowls ever. Like, I mean, even like my brother was like a little kid when that Super Bowl happened. And he remembers like the catch on the head, like just the craziest shit happened in that game. Like stuff that did very iconic catch. Everyone knows that catch. I mean, yeah. And and for the Patriots to be 17 and oh, like it's, it's just like, yeah, it sucks if you're a Pats fan, but you have your Super Bowls. Don't complain. We've had our Super Bowls, but <laughs> as the resident, you know, asshole Pats fan, uh, I'm going to give this all the shit in the world. Uh, I remember where I was. I remember just being in disbelief, like, what the fuck just happened? Uh, but, yeah, total cash grab. If there was a Pats one, you know, I don't even know if I would grab that one. Like, You'd grab just- the Falcons one. The Falcons one, I might. Yeah, grab, but <laughs> I remember that one too. That was that was a uh, that was a, a game. But like that, not that it's like the Falcons one is the best Pats win Super Bowl. But it, it obviously, it was like the biggest comeback and like crazy. I think that was more the Falcons uh, fucking up than necessarily the Pats doing a, doing a phenomenal job. You know, I don't know. But I, I yeah, mean, so we've got... they still needed some like improbable stuff to happen in that Super Bowl, like the, yeah. the Edelman oh, yeah. catch. I mean, that was yep. like one of the craziest catches. Another one where like he like caught it on the guy's back, right? Yeah, he caught it. It like it was on the gr- it was like almost on the ground, like off the guy's back, and then it bobbled, and he caught it. That's and right. It was like questionable whether or not it hit the ground. They reviewed it for forever. Um, I think there was another play where they could have easily just kicked a field goal and they just got sacked for like 15 yards. We're out of field goal range. Like they, they just blew it. But uh, yeah, NFL all day, you know, making some money. I mean, that's, that's what you do with NFTs and uh, 
if you can just mass produce a thousand of these things and there's a market for it, you're going to make some serious money. So yeah. Hats off to them, I guess. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're cashing in like when they can. Um, (laughs) I, I, we, I guess we should talk about the NBA trades that have been happening. I mean, there's nothing that's NFT related. Um, One trade did involve a player that's very involved in NFTs, um, but We'll run through the list. NFA, uh, do you want to get us started? Uh, start us off with the trade that happened today. Nothing too crazy today, but. Uh, yeah, so today um, the, uh, let's see, the Heat. There was a couple of them today. The Heat traded uh, KZ Akpala to the Thunder, and uh, it was just the Thunder got a second round pick um, and the Heat. uh or no, I'm sorry. No, yeah, you're that, fine. That you can skip long. over that one. Nobody even knows who that guy is. Okay. No offense, KZ yeah, Akpala. <laughs> I actually do have a – this is hilarious. I have a KZ Akpala uh, top shot moment. That, oh, nice. Yeah. Like it was, one, it was one of those random ones. I'm fudding um, your bags right now. I'm just fudding your bags. Cool. So that's, uh, that's kind of the cool part about NBA top shot though too. Like I got a bunch of moments last – last year where like i didn't know any of these rookies but now like they're kind of popping off a little bit so like kind of kind of gets you back in the game that's a little little cool but uh, yeah respect to them for that and i bet you those those athletes that have those moments are like oh yeah. this is you know that's that's cool yeah. for them cuz oh, like, um but uh okay so anyway sorry the blazers today sent uh Nikhil alexander walker um to it was a th- oh my gosh! It was a three way here. I'm reading, so the Spurs got Sadoransky in a second round pick. The Blazers got Joe Ingles, Elijah Hughes in a second round pick, and the Jazz got Alexander Walker and Juanacho Hernan Gomez. So Joe Ingles will be out for the rest of the season with a torn ACL. Um, but that's like a solid pickup for um, Lillard if he's going to stay there. Um, he's a good spot shooter. Guy can run the point second, uh, second point. So that was, uh, I guess the, one of the ones today. And then the bigger one that happened a few days ago that involved a guy who's fairly, fairly involved in the NFT space was, um, between the Pacers and the Kings, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, who's big NFT guy. Buddy Heald and Tristan Thompson went to the Pacers, and the Kings got Sabonis, uh, Jeremy Lamb, Justin Holiday, and a 2027 second-round pick. Yeah, yeah. So, Actually, I think we could probably just leave the other two ones off. I, I We should talk about Halliburton. I mean, real quick, Blazers trade C.J. McCollum, the Pelicans, uh, and Nikhil Alexander is getting uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker is getting handed around the NBA like a baton right now. He was a part of that trade, so he went to the Blazers, then he went to the Jazz. Yep. Yeah, so they're freeing up cap space. Apparently, uh, the Trailblazers are because they're going to try to add some uh, add some guys in the off season to build out a squad for Lillard. Karis, uh, ex- excuse me, Karis Levert goes back um, to his home state of Ohio, and he is going to be with Jared Allen again. They were on the Nets together, and Ricky Rubio got sent, and there's a bunch of picks involved in that one. But the, the Cavs are going to be a team to watch. Um, 
they're sneaky, sneaky fun. Like they got some young players called Sexton and they got Sexland. And so, you know, that's always fun to say. Uh, but yeah, fun, fun team to kind of watch this year. They got a bunch of young guys and good core there. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I would say they're like a top, it's so weird. Like they're probably a top five team to watch this year. Yeah. It's like going into the elite or into the year. I was like, there's no way I would have even thought that the Cavs would be like good. Yeah. Um, they, they, have, they have a bunch of guys who would be like number three or fours on teams, but their whole team is made up of that. So like, mm-hmm. it's, it's fun that they, they actually kind of, you know, put it together and have some good chemistry there. So, yeah. That's, that's and good. I think it's going to be interesting too, to see um, like what happens whenever, uh, Sexton comes back like because they already have Darius Garland who by the way I think he has like a, he's top three and plus minus in the NBA out of all players Ooh. and wow. so they have Darius Garland and now they have Levert and he's back tonight Garland okay. is back tonight in the lineup yeah he was out for a while and he is back tonight. I bet on so. the Cavs had to, had to do it so did I Took him at 5-5, five, five and it, it was moving. So There you go. Well, what about Tyrese, though? I don't know if y'all saw the uh, – he, he actually bought an Azuki. That's his PFP Ooh. now. Yeah, that is his PFP because I looked at his profile yesterday, and that is his – it's not even his ape. I, that's that's yeah. actually a really cool project. Like, they – I don't know much about it, if I'm being honest. I didn't either. I mean, I, I – I mean, y'all know there's so much shit going on in NFTs. It kind of right. just like went there's past one every day. But there right. haven't been any like good anime NFTs yet, really. With like that anime vibe, you know. Um, I th- right. There was one a while back that kind of had that vibe. I'm blanking on the name. Maybe you could help me out. True, I'm, I can't remember. I'm it. looking at these right now. These are really, really dope. Yeah. And I think they're gonna do maybe some comics and like a like a show or something like that. Like they're all like side profiles. Yeah, yeah. They they look dope. I don't know if like I haven't looked into them because they've just been way out of my price range and uh, yeah. didn't get whitelist, obviously. So like haven't looked at them, but they they look clean. But I don't know what the utility is. Like, is it just because the Asian market is like hyped up into it? It's anime. Uh, you know, they have a solid artist and they're going to do probably comics and stuff, or they have like some added kind of. I actually know a little bit about it. Cause I, I looked into it whenever I saw um, like, I was, we were talking about this before we started recording. Um, like I, I used to trade a lot. Now I don't trade as much, but a lot of my Twitter is just filled with like crypto Twitter traders versus like a lot of us, you know, we stay on NFT Twitter the vibes are better on NFT Twitter usually. Um, usually people are like talking a lot of shit on crypto Twitter because everybody's trading against each other. But a lot of those guys have picked up Azukis. And so I was like, this is weird. Why are so many like people getting into Azukis? Um, so I, I went back and I was looking at how they hyped up the project. And the the video that they had to hyping up the project is some of the best art I've seen period in the entire space like it looked like it would be, have been produced by like a top tier studio and so i was like that is really interesting so i start looking more into it and 
their whole approach is they don't have a roadmap, which is very mm. interesting because, and they, they call it like a, they have a name for it, but it's more like a fluid roadmap. Uh, like, Hey, okay. this can change at any moment. Our plan is to adapt with the space. We have some of the best art in the space. We have some of the best like UI, CGI folks in the space. Whatever we need to do to stay at the top, we can do it. And they are filling a niche that nobody else is filling. Um, I, I do wonder how Halliburton got into it. I wonder if he just bought his. I, I actually don't know. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're pretty hyped at the moment now. And the artwork is dope. And I'm sure if he's in, I would love to get him on, honestly, because like, I'd love to know kind of how involved he is, or if he's got someone he goes to, you know, for gathering the cool NFTs, and he just, you know, pays the money and he gets the NFT, but he's got, you know, someone looking into it, or is he going home after a game being like, oh, I got to get into this drop, I got whitelist for Zuki, like, you know, is he on the is he on the bench being like, yo, man, like handing his phone off to someone else who could, you know, mint it for him or something? Like, I'm curious. So Yeah, it, it uh, does make you think about it. Like some guys, maybe they're just really into it. Like I think he actually might be one of those guys that's really deep into it because I mean I mean kind of like NFA mentioned earlier, he's changed his profile picture now a few times. He had an ape before that he had something else. I don't think his like mm-hmm. initiation into NFTs was an ape, but uh, and I cannot recall the NFT that he put on one of his shoes. But he was actually one of the first players in all of yep. sports to put an NFT on his shoes or his cleat or you know cleats before a game. Um, we we would have to find that. I guess truth, you could try to find that for us. But um, I think Halliburton is like he's pretty balls deep in the NFT space. Um, I mean, obviously that's a great trade for the Pacers. Like now they, they actually got Buddy Heald in that trade too. So they'll have Buddy Heald, Halliburton and Miles Turner. Not bad. It's a solid, it's a solid young-ish crew. Heald's, Heald's kind of a stud there too. Uh, he's been getting better every year. Uh, so yeah, be interesting, interesting to see, interesting to see more what, uh, the Blazers do or are able to do if they they're able to keep Dame is he going to the Lakers is you know what's what's gonna happen there so that'll be interesting to see but cool to see uh CJ also getting out there joining uh Pelicans there that's uh that's gonna be an interesting team yeah I mean I I could talk about the NBA all day I mean because especially (laughs) during this time of year like this is the yeah. time of year. I even put it in like our show notes. I'm like, this is the time of year. Turn on Woj notifications. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know if this is going to come out before the trade deadline ends. But you know, if you're listening to this and the trade deadline's ended next year, always have Woj's notifications on because it is the craziest week in all of sports. Like, I mean, I know the NHL can get pretty crazy with trades too. It's, but it's nothing like the NBA. The NBA is like, it's wild. I I just don't understand the stress. Like, I I can't even comprehend the stress that GMs go through during this time of the year in the NBA. Your phone's ringing off the hook. Yeah. 
we uh, uh, at uh, so part of the UFF Sports, we have you know an NBA fantasy NBA franchise, and stuff's kind of going nuts at the moment as well. We're getting some trade offers and uh, Metaverse Mambas. Shout out to our team. Uh, we're kind of middle of the pack, and we're deciding whether or not to blow it up. Should we take some money for some of these players? Uh, should we just go for trades? Uh, yeah, so we're, we're feeling it as well in the uh, the fantasy world too. Of you know, if you've got any dynasty NBA teams, uh, definitely a good time to be on the Woj notifications. You know, maybe trick someone into buying someone or trading someone that uh, you know hasn't been dropped yet, but you've got the drop on it. Uh, that's always my favorite is when those trades happen in your league and, you know, someone doesn't know that someone just went on the IR for the rest of the season and they, you know, they still have the trade up and you hit accept, you know, and then the league kind of blows up on you and everyone's mad and don't know what to do. And, but yeah, that's baller ass big, name, big, by the way, metaverse mambas, metaverse mambas. Yep. <laughs> that's a baller name. We, uh, we, we spent a lot of time uh, trying to come up with names, uh, but we went with the alliteration, the the uh, the shout out to Kobe. Even though I'm a Celtics fan, like it, I think it's pretty cool that we uh, we got someone to design our logo. Uh, so yeah, if, if anyone's interested in uh, partaking in our NBA team and maybe uh, having some say in it, we're also going to be I think selling some fan tokens so that you guys can vote on what happens with our NBA team. Um, so that's that's kind of cool. Something that they just dropped as well is like. They're going to give each team, you know, a thousand fan tokens to give out or sell or whatever it is. And then the fans can be involved in our fantasy basketball team. You know, they could you know, pretty be a GM. They could do something with it or something like that. So kind of interesting to, to, to think about. But Well, um, hit truth up. Uh, yeah, yeah, we link your Twitter in the in the show notes every week. Um, I We, we got to talk. Uh, Super Bowl prop bets, and I know that uh, NFA and I want to <clears throat> rip off some MVP bets, but I have got I've got to rib you, NFA. I've got to just give you a rib real quick. What do you have against Julius Randle? I saw that you said trade him or something like that on Twitter the other day. Uh, oh so I know that you know he he was he's being an asshole, right? I saw the clip. But do you actually think that Randall uh, should be gone? Don't don't worry about your dogs, by the way. I, I know they're they're barking. We'll leave them in there too. They they are part of the show. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. Good. Yeah, it's not that loud. So. Um, yeah, I honestly, man, just lately, you know, he's supposed to be this. I don't know, you know, he prides himself on being this, you know, he's our number one player, he's our go-to guy, yada, yada. And the team has just not been getting it done lately. I I can't get behind. And you know what? Part of me thinks, like, I'll be honest, I haven't been in love with the head coach lately. I I don't think it's all, like, Randall. But I don't, it just, so, for example, the other night, you know, he'll take contested, consistently take contested like jump shots, like people in his face, like foursome, yada, yada. And then, you know, games on the line, he dribbles into the paint. I don't know if anybody saw this, but it was bad. You could look it up. He dribbles into the paint, stops, 
There's like nobody around him. He's about six feet from the hoop, mind you. Like could have probably laid it in and doesn't even look at the basket and looks to pass. So it just seems like, I don't know, lately R.J. Barrett's really been stepping up and kind of taking taking over that that role. I just, I don't know. I just think if we were going to get it done with Randall, I don't know. It's just, it's just, I think it's time for him to move on, but. Well, maybe you are on something with the coach thing because, well. Tibbs, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've. A lot of standing around on offense. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, not in that exact. A lot of handing off, standing around. Yeah, that's not exactly like the way that I was going to describe it, but it's pretty much Uh spot on. Like, because whenever I watch you guys play against the Lakers, I'm like, this is a lot of iso ball. Like, it's too much iso ball. Like, try too much. Yeah, because. If Randall's not a great ISO player, like he's just, he's, he's slow. He's not, you know, he, he's slow. He, 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 you know, he can back somebody down. He's got a little bit of, you know, he's got some power to him, but he doesn't have like great moves. You know, he's not like, you know, like a Jason Tatum who will like, you know, Euro step you to the hoop or something. Yeah. I think that what it, what it comes down to, especially whenever you're, um, I don't want to get too much into this because, I mean, it's Super yeah, Bowl week. Yeah, I don't but, want um, right. I could talk about this all day because, like, for me as somebody that tries to get some future bets in on the uh, NBA, like NBA title futures, I usually look at teams that I know can play well together, but they're also playing really well and they're working – every so often against shitty teams on their ISO. So like Utah Jazz are a great example. When they play bad teams, this is something to watch if you're a big like NBA fan. Say they play the Pistons or something. They're not going to play their usual style if they once they get up like 15. They get up 15, they're going to start ISOing Mitchell or they're going to ISO uh, Jordan Clarkson. If you watch like the Heat, or the Bucks, they do some of the s- very similar things. Um, maybe the Bucks aren't a great example because you can ISO Giannis all day, but <laughs> like <laughs> you, you have to work on that once you have built the team, like the team chemistry, because you do have to yeah. have the ability to ISO to win in the playoffs. I but agree. totally. That's not how you win night in and night out. No, it, it's just not. Unless you have and, somebody like a Giannis or a LeBron or a KD or something like that. And not to get back to it, because like you said, I don't want to go too much on it, but if you want you got to have a point guard too. The Knicks, that Kemba Walker experiment is, oh, that, that's done. That that didn't work already. It's that, the, he's, he's I mean, worked out well the for most inconsistent team, player. Yeah, worked out <laughs> well for, I mean, the Celtics had the same issue with them. Like, yeah, and that's they, why they let him go. You know what I mean? It's like and the Knicks must have not have seen the red flag. Apparently, I don't know. He's not. He's not Kemba Walker of you know six seven oh, years ago. Exactly. So, exactly. You know. Yeah, because when he was in Charlotte, like at his peak, he was actually one of the most unbelievable players. Like our team was terrible, and that's some the years, problem. We he didn't have, have the 30, pieces around him. 
Yeah. Yep. Like it sucks for him because yep. in the prime of his career, he didn't have the people around him. Um, but it is what it is. It's kind of how I feel about Derrick Rose sometimes. Yeah, no, seriously. Now a Nick. I mean, he won MVP that one year, but, you know, he was so good and maybe just didn't have the pieces. But, yeah, we can can move on from that. Yeah, I I think – thank uh, you for asking me because the Knicks has been very frustrating this year. And I have a futures (laughs) bet on the Knicks wins, and I think you might too. I I don't know if you took it, but I think we talked about it. You don't have one? Okay. No, I was close, and I actually – I have the Hornets. Yeah, yeah, and I, I didn't put one in on the Hornets either. Like, the the thing for me going into the season was I didn't know uh, – like, I was close to putting some in, but I didn't know the shakeup in the East, like, how to, like, dissect it. Because, honestly – I mean, look at the Cavs now. Yeah, I mean, that's another <laughs> cool. thing. Like, you know, it's like – so. I mean, even the Wizards. Right, like, at one point, the Wizards were number one in the East – Raps have been hot lately. It's I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it's very strange. Like whenever I, I mean, if I'm I'm thinking like the last even probably 15 years, it's all been west, 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 west. The west are they're the best. But now the east, it's like if you if you don't finish the season four or five games above 500, probably not making the playoffs. Which it used to be. Hey, if you can uh, finish with 30. Six wins, you're going to make playoffs. So I don't know. Yeah. Um. But I reckon we're going to get into some Super Bowl stuff. Um. Now, now that uh, now that you've gotten the the venting out, I, I just had to pull it out of you. I saw, I saw that tweet the other day. So. Yeah, yeah, you probably did see me going off about. It. I was watching. It was probably it was either that Lakers game or it was on that road trip, the Jazz game <laughs> or the uh, who uh, they, they I mean they lost them all. It was um. Uh, uh, Nuggets game, so <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, here's the silver lining to it all. If you uh, just want to fade your team and you want to bet against the Knicks, I'm not saying that you should do that. Obviously, you wouldn't do that. I probably should right now with my Hornets. I know they're playing right now as we're recording. I don't know how we're doing, but if I were to bet against my Hornets or you were to bet against your Knicks. The fastest way to do it and the best way to do it would be to go to my bookie and bet with some crypto. They don't know when your coins are going to double, but they do know that if you choose crypto and use my bookie, you double your first deposit when you use promo code blockchain bets. Choose from five different crypto options, including Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ripple. Not only will you double your first deposit, but you will instantly be entered into their crypto rewards program. My bookie's the only sports book offering crypto rewards program. The only one. You heard that. Bonuses on every crypto deposit and free entries to amazing contests for the crypto players. Withdrawing cryptos is easy. It's free. It's fast for you to get uh, paid your winnings whenever you hit those big bets. Modern sports betting needs modern currency. That's why we take our action at my bookie. Remember to use promo code blockchain bets when you make your first deposit with my bookie so you can redeem your double deposit bonus and start winning with crypto. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and make sure you bet on the Super Bowl at my bookie. 
I know we're going to be betting on the Super Bowl, so why don't we uh, why don't we go ahead and get into it? We can uh, we can talk about our prop bets. I know in NRN we're going to send out a prop sheet. We'll post it on the Twitter too. Everybody's favorite prop bet. Well, I don't know if it's everybody's favorite prop bet, but it's definitely the funniest one. How long is the national anthem going to take? So we have the numbers here. Is it going to take 98 seconds? So you can go over or under 98 seconds. Truth, what do you think? I'm going, I always go the over on these because you know the artist likes to get all funky, get creative, you know, hold that long note at the end. I'm going over. What about you, NFA? I, I also like the over. I feel like, you know, it's their time to shine. So, you know, they they like to, to use that, those extra seconds, you know, got to belt it out. So, yeah, I like the over there. I feel like it's a it's – a, but you know what? It could be one of those ones too where, like, everyone's, yeah, hammer the over, and it's like, nah, dude, goes under. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. If you're asking me, the over. <laughs> I, I know last year, uh, or maybe it wasn't last year. One of it was either last year or the year before. Somebody was at the. Um, it was a huge controversy because somebody was there at the rehearsal and recorded it and took the time on it, and Ooh. so all the books had the exact number. Do you remember that in FA? You're, you're like, you're like, yes, yeah, I remember. I do remember that. And I did they pull it? Did they pull the prop bet on everything, or did they just have the right number and just allowed everybody? That's to just... exactly what they did. They literally just took the wow. guy's video. They they put the exact number on there, and I think it was off by like less than a second. I can't remember which way it was, but I'll go over to why not? I do think the same thing. But is that more dangerous or less dangerous? Because if you get the rehearsal number, like they're going to put it right at that spot. So the artist goes a little bit longer on note. Maybe the piano starts a little bit like when, you know, I don't know. That's, it's crazy to think like that, you know, a little bit off could be, you know, could be one second more, one second less. I don't know how, how well they have it timed down to that, you know, second mark there, but. Yeah. I don't know. I would imagine that if you, if you've been rehearsing it a lot, and that yeah. that video was released like I think a couple hours, like a few two or three hours before the kickoff. Gotcha. Um, so somebody had recorded it probably like earlier that day, and um, it was like that close. Yeah. Okay. So people got the lines in. Who got the you know got that bet? Lines were already in, and they were like, "Oh shit! Like this is recorded. I'm going to bet this over." And it was hopefully, ideally, you know, within ten seconds or a little bit longer than you know, what the original line is and they're making bank. Right. Okay. All right. Let's, let's, yeah, let's keep chugging through these ones. Yeah. So coin toss, we talked about it last I'm week. Sticking. I, I'm a, yeah. I'm a tails never fails guy. What about you? Truth? Yeah. I'm heads. We got NFA for the tiebreaker. I'm a, I'm a heads guy. Yeah. Oh, all right. Especially after Josh Allen took fucking tails in the <sighs> overtime game and, uh, we won't go there. Yeah, we see I'm, where we but... see where you're going with it. You might not even be a heads guy. You're just you're just salty. <laughs> you're a Josh Allen. Guy. <laughs> I'm just I just don't like coin tosses <laughs> right now. 
<laughs> at all. Play rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't worry. They're going to fix the rule just in time for it to piss you off because I can guarantee you they'll fix it next year now that Josh Allen got screwed because Josh Allen's becoming one of the right. faces of the league. So At least you have that going for we'll you see. for the next few years. You're right. You're right. No, you're right. We got Josh Allen. That's all that matters. You're right. Now, this is a hilarious one. Will <laughs> Snoop Dogg, one of our uh, NFT DGens, shout out to you, Snoop. Is he going to smoke? Cosmo Badisi. Say what? Isn't that his, uh, I believe that's his, uh, like, NFT alias is yeah. uh, Cosmo Medici. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Um, is he going to smoke on stage? No, oh, no, you're good. Is he going to smoke on stage during the Super Bowl halftime yes. show? I'm going 100% yes on this one. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, considering I remember watching a uh, a snoo- um a roast, one of those comedy roasts on Comedy Central a few years back. I forgot for who it was. It might have been Justin Bieber. I think and it was so. Snoop Dogg. Was on was on it with Martha Stewart, and he was smoking on. He was smoking during <laughs> that on like right next to Martha, and this was I don't know five, six seven years ago at this point. So oh yeah, Snoop smoking on stage. Remember when he when he tried to like he was like oh I'm not smoking anymore. Wasn't there like a time? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, like okay. Then, yeah. yeah, no way. Yeah, we're like, okay, Snoop. He's like smoking the next day probably. Right. <laughs> yeah. It, I'm not smoking anymore. Taking a video of himself while smoking. Yeah. I'll go yes. And we'll save the over-under for uh, for last. And uh, I guess we'll we'll talk about the Gatorade bath color. This is at least – in my friend group, one of the most debated bets of the Super Bowl. I have heard yeah, you people had a... talk about the Gatorade bath color. Legit arguments for like 10 minutes easily. I have the odds here. Yeah, you had a good chart there. Pull that up. Because you said, I remember earlier we were talking about it, and you said something about, yeah, clear. It made a crazy run there. Ooh. <laughs> Like for four years in a row. Well, now they're now they're probably thinking like, oh, you don't want any added additive colors or you know other stuff in there that's not clean. Like, Extra why sugar. Yeah, so that's, I'm assuming that's why Clear went on a run. But then, what do we got for? Uh, yeah, the last few. Orange, it's been blue, blue, orange, blue, yellow. No, orange and blue so, have had. There's been a lot. So there's been one, two, three, four, five oranges since 2010. There's been three blues since 2010. Blue was last year. One purple. One purple. What is? I'm going blue. My my my. I like the blue one. Blue. Do we have the odds? We do have the odds. So, um. I don't know if this is on my bookie. I just have these odds off of athletic.com. Right. Odds are orange, two to one, blue, three to one, yellow, green, or lime, four and a half to one, clear, four and a half to one, red or pink, eight to one. Purple is actually a 10 to one. And I mean, we've had the sleeper. Since 2001, there's been one, two, one, two purples. There's only been two purples, so right. I, it's probably okay. not. That's probably about right. That's why it's got the worst odds, but yeah, you never know. Uh, 
I'm going to go. Too bad nobody knows uh, <laughs> knows somebody on the team. Hit somebody up or, you know, you know somebody that's working for the team. Hey, uh, what kind of Gatorade are you guys drinking tonight? Right. <laughs> You think you think both teams have different uh, different colors? Uh, that's a good one too. That because that yeah, would I obviously, yeah. I'm gonna go yellow. I don't know. I'm gonna either. go yellow or green. Yellow or green. And none doesn't even. And you know, look at look at none's won how many times, and that's not even on there. So yeah, none has happened four times well, since 2001. No, there's actually I'd say none. none is clear. No, no. So what it is? Oh, like there's no, there's no Gatorade. Yeah, bath. there's no Gatorade. Yeah, there isn't a bet. The bet is void, which just means everybody gets gotcha. their money back. So, gotcha. okay. So like, oh, is is it Ben Belichick every time? Belichick. <laughs> I could see him being like, ah, get the fuck out of here, fuck yeah, this yeah, path. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see. NFA, give yours. Yeah, what do you got, NFA, for, for Gatorade Bath? What color are we going? Or are we going none? I'm going to go – I like purple for, like, a sleeper, but it won't be because that's so – just because the odds. I'm going to go blue. I'd okay. probably go the favorite. Yeah. I don't know. All yeah, right. I'm going to go blue. All right, well, who we got for Super Bowl MVP? All right, so for MVP, I'm going to go – so I'm on the Bengals. And if if they and if they win, I think I have Joe Burrow as the MVP. And I know it's so cliche quarterback, but I just don't see like if they win, I don't. I he he's gonna have a crazy game if they win. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just and you know if you look at the odds, I'm pretty sure the quarterback winning Super Bowl MVP is like way yeah, higher it's than be any like other 85, 90% I could higher. see yeah, I could see like Chase winning it or. Not Higgins or a wide receiver, but Mixon, no way. It's gonna be if they win it, it's gonna be it's gonna be Burrow or a wide receiver. Yep. All right. I'll I'll go with you on that one as well. Uh well if they win it, yeah. So Rams win. I mean Yeah, you're right. If so if the Rams win, I don't know. I would say I think this one has a little bit more opportunity to be open. Yeah. Um you know, could be a defensive player. They have a lot of good defensive players. Like, could Von Miller won it the one year? You know, could he? I don't know. Get could Aaron Donald have a strip sack I, and a? I could see Donald maybe getting it. You know, you know, Jalen be... Ramsey has a pick six. I don't know. You know, something crazy. Yeah. But um, right. I think I think that one's a little bit more open. But I, if I had to pick someone. I, dude, I'm gonna go cup, man. The yeah. year that guy's having, like, why not just yeah. ride that, ride the Cooper Cup train, train to to glory? Like that dude is just tearing up the league this year. Every time I played one of his prop bets, the yardage would go up and up every week, and he would hit it every week. Like, I mean, I don't know, yeah. Yeah, so I, I I could see it happening if if they win and he has an absolute monster game. Sure, hundred percent. Like I could see a lot more people being like, I could see it being a lot more people on the Rams than if the Bengals won because I could see that pretty much only being Burrow. But yeah, uh, all right. And then what do we got for what Miz? What do you got for Super Bowl MVP? Yeah, actually, so. I, 
I, uh, sorry, I slipped off for a second. I, I heard you say um, Joe Burrow. So I do think that the most likely scenario is, yeah, if the Bengals win, it'll either be Joe Burrow or Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase would have to go crazy, just like y'all are saying, like uh, Cup could go crazy. Um, but here's a fun tidbit. If McPherson, who's a rookie, by the way, if he – gets four field goals in the Super Bowl. He will be the first kicker in, uh, in NFL history to have um, 16 field goals in the playoffs, so he would break the record. And if it were you're, – you're basically betting on it to also be a game-winning field goal. Yeah. If he hits a game-winning field goal and it's his fourth field goal, it's hard to not give him the Super Bowl MVP at that point, unless, you know, Burrow had thrown like 500 yards or 400 yards or something. Um, yeah. So that's like a flyer bet. But for other MVP bets that I would have, um, I I do think the Rams are going to win. I, I like the Bengals spread like I talked about last week, but I like Von Miller a lot. Um. It's probably because he destroyed my Panthers whenever we played them in the Super Bowl. But he has had a good run so far in the playoffs. Like, he was an absolute menace against Brady whenever they played them. I could see him, you know, if he has a strip sack, a couple more sacks, and like a, you know, one or two tackles for loss, like depending on how big it is in the game, he could be the defensive player to get it. I mean – you're going to have Donald pushing in the center of their line, and they have a weakness at guard on the uh, Bengals. Well, their whole O line is kind of weak. Um, but Burrow's been running for his life all year. It's not like he's not used to it. It's just he hasn't had to go up against something like Donald yet. And if that edge is getting, or if the middle's getting pushed in, the edge is where the I guess where the uh, free where the pickings are, you know, through. like it's just going to be free yeah. for yeah. for Vaughn. I mean, I could see. I brought him up earlier too. He's got one in his pocket already too. Yeah, with the Broncos, he could do it again. And I so. had it earlier uh, up on my bookie. It was at twenty eight to one. So, wow, that's not bad. That's not a no. That's I feel like if you're going to take a flyer, that's not a bad flyer. Yeah, so I, I like that one. Um, y'all have any other bets? Anything like off the top of your head that you might be looking at? Or earlier, I did take. Um, I do have Odell Beckham longest reception over twenty three and a half yards. I don't know if that's moved since. I took that pretty early. Um, I, he's just been having a really good playoffs. I think he's finally getting unleashed. I think cup you know uh i don't think the Bengals' defense is very you know good i think it could be you know somewhat of a a shootout but i think if cup's getting double teamed or actions on him i think beckham could get freed up so yeah i i was um i was listening to some people talk about the like super bowls in the past the other day this is a really random one but I think in like the last 20 years, so pretty much during the 2000s, the highest scoring quarter in Super Bowls is the third quarter. So okay. um, I think some of that's probably like psychological, right? 
So you have uh, some teams that they come out like really slow to start because they're nervous. Once you get that those nerves out, who knows? That, that third quarter could be high scoring. Cool. Well, it's sure to be a good weekend for sure. Uh, a lot of fun stuff for the NFT crypto market. A lot of good sports. Uh, and it uh, should be a fun weekend. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, let us know if you want us to cover any topics on next week's uh, podcast. Uh, suggest any cool guests we should have on if you know a project. Uh, you know, always open to suggestions here. Uh, so thank you again, Ms. NFA. Appreciate it, fellas. Hell yeah. It was a blast. Everybody have a fun and safe Super Bowl weekend. See you guys. Yes, indeed. Go Bengals. Let's go.